Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Armando Luna. And I'm Aaron Flores, broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia. This is the show where we bring you somewhat irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way. We talk about bicycling, trains, and transit <laughs> and adventures, but not life hacks. And today we're hanging out with Ramon Martinez of Bike Indy, Oregon. Welcome, Ramon, to the Sprocket Podcast. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing fine. And Aaron, how are you doing? Not too bad. This is the good. all Latino version of the Sprocket Podcast. <laughs> there you go. How about that? Add a little spice. Friday was our Independence Day. And now we're taking independence from That's hilarious. White bike culture. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm sorry. No, we're adding it. We're not we're, taking it. We're oh, adding yeah, it. We're adding independence. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. And we're recording. With someone from Independence, Oregon. <laughs> Kaboom! There we go. Free association done. So thank you for being on the show, Ramon. Yeah, um, you're welcome. Why don't uh, first? Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and say a little bit about yourself and and whatever you want to say, and then we'll go from there. All right, uh, Ramon Martinez, Helen. I'm coming at you guys from uh, Independence, Oregon, which is over here about 15 minutes west of Salem. Uh, and uh, I work for the city of Independence and uh, do um, community engagement. So a lot of efforts uh, involve um, being a bridge between the community and uh, our uh, municipal, um, our city government here. And, um, and at the same time, I also like bikes. Nice. I think both Aaron and I met you through the bike. PNW group uh, on one of the adventure rides, or maybe it was the party pace, right? I can't remember now um, that you came up and we met you there. Um, and I know I, I want to spend most of the time probably talking about bikes, but for community engagement in the city of independence, what other types of community engagement do you work around other than bikes? Yeah, just really being able to, um, I think from a, uh, there's a there's a few there's a few that I can list off, but um, anywhere from uh, working with the community member or uh, community um, business leaders, so that we they can take advantage of certain grant programs, or really being able to kind of uh, just bring some uh, programs that will be able to be a benefit to them, you know, so that they can uh, thrive in their in their um, uh, given businesses. Uh, also, really working with the community leaders and community members, really being able to kind of inform uh, the community members what's going on. And in the city of Independence, so um, anything that might you know be pumping out at any given time, whether it be the police department, whether it be public works, our library, our museum, and so on, and really, and also being able to um, also amplify or highlight those events that are um, those uh, events that are um, can help bring people to the community. So such as such as our Fourth of July, our community fiesta, our free concerts um, during the summertime. Uh, uh, movie um, m movie nights and, and whatnot. So really being able to highlight those events. And yeah. you work with the city of Independence, is that correct? Uh, yes, I work in, in my community development technically. Okay, and and Independence is in what county? Oh, uh, Polk County. So just okay, Polk County. Okay, 
just up. Uh, is is Salem also in Polk County? I don't know. Uh, West Salem is. And okay. It's kind of it's kind of an interesting uh, arrangement there, since West Salem is considered Polk, but then the rest of Salem is considered Marion County. Okay. Oh, okay. So divided by the river. Let's talk about the bike part of it then. Um, bikes. Talk about bikes in Independence, Oregon. All right. Uh, so bikes is uh, something that I'm very passionate about, and um, really being able to be in my in my in my position. Um, I just, um, I first I, I get to work with great people here, here um, and also an individual named Sean Irvine. He's really been great to connect with and kind of bounce ideas off of. Uh, so my stance with bikes is, um, or rec- well, I guess let me backtrack a little bit. I am, uh, uh, inter- I guess I see recreation um, as I'm a firm believer that recreation helps build community and. Uh, so really being able to bring people together, really being able to bring people to the the, the given community and support local economy, um, and just really being able to um, venture out and try something maybe you haven't tried or considered. Uh, so uh, I, you know, taking bike for example, it's, it's um, been great to really being able to whip up this initiative called Bike Indie Oregon, and really being able to um, uh, help. Uh, kind of can help people consider us or our community um, for to, for their next ride. Because, well, in general, there's in over in Oregon, we are very grateful to have many places to ride, many beautiful places, on road, off road, and uh, so I am just with this bike and indie initiative. I hope that we can kind of be in folks's. Um, fold for uh for the next ride and really being able to um, explore roads that even if you are in the general area um hopefully we got some routes that um that maybe maybe one has not ridden and um there's a lot of um uh with our bike indie initiative we're kind of there's a lot of different directions we can go with this but right now we're kind of keeping it simple uh we got um our um we we showcase different road routes and different mixed terrain routes every season and uh so we'll be able to have um uh, road routes and mixed terrain but we have three different tiers we have uh, the light routes, which are around approximately 20 miles. Then we have the grande routes, which was around 40 to 50. And then we had the grandissimo routes, which range around 70 to 80. And those are for those who just really want a little extra ump in their, in their day. And, um, and in the way, uh, I can talk a, a lot of details in terms of like what that specific, um, uh, slice is for bike indie. Uh, the other slice is um our our bike indie passes so when we have when we have um events that are in our community that are related to bike indie we have um these uh, i guess I'll, I'll send you um these photos later but basically um kind of some folks are not able to see that but um we'll be able to um we give folks these passes and then the idea is uh it's that's a way to encourage folks to enter through the doors of a local business and a uh, business that's extending a, a discount basically. And uh, so that folks can uh, be happy uh, about, Oh, or I guess maybe feel the love about our small town. Uh, Cause if folks, um, 
um, if folks in our community, business like businesses in our community love bikes and we want to be able to uh, use this as a way to uh, get folks uh, through the doors. So we get, um, we have a really great bakery in town. We have a couple of breweries. We have a winery in, in the areas participating in this initiative. We got a lot of great restaurants. And um, so that's our, so that's the bike indie pass. And that's kind of a, a second, that's the second slice. The third slice is kind of more um, really being able to, um, kind of showcase our community as a whole, um, really being able to um, get folks to, uh, you know, uh, re realize, or I guess that the, the goal is to, um, to have folks, when you think of independence, there's a lot of great things that I, I feel I can talk a lot about what, you know, a lot of highlights for our community, but when, uh, but the other kind of maybe a more of the big goal is um, to kind of be one of those communities that really stands out in our state for being a bike friendly community. Ramon, what's the population of independence? Population is approximately 10,000 people. Oh, okay. And is that your, your main audience or are you looking uh, at a broader audience in that area? Uh, both uh, really being able to um, get our community members out and, um, and get, get, get it out riding all the way to those who are um, neighboring communities and whatnot. So the other similar along those lines uh, about getting folks out um, it's been uh, with the whole bike in the initiative in general, it's been fun uh, to kind of hear those stories for fo from folks who've never um, or first time really riding a bike to those who like, Oh, maybe they've been, they've been on a pretty long hiatus and they haven't ridden since uh, middle school or high school or what have you. And all those, all the way to those who are the four season warriors. And, um, so when I, when you asked me about, Oh, who am I appealing to? Um, uh, not just, not just those in our community, not just those who are around and, um, we've been happy from out of the state too, but we're also really kind of trying to aim, uh, trying to make this initiative fun for those, um, for all levels of cyclists. And um, I'm assuming that you're not from independence. Cause I think we talked a, a little earlier about that, but where, where are you originally from? Okay. Uh, so I've, I've uh, lived all over, uh, I guess my volunteer path has taken me to many places across the, the country. Uh, but, um, I am uh, central California and born and raised and, uh, but recently coming to Oregon by way of the Midwest. Okay. And, and when did you end up, uh, in independence? Uh, in, uh, around 2013. And had you been in Oregon before or was, um, the job so what brought you here? The only time I've been in Oregon really was when I was taking the Amtrak, um, when I was going to school in Wisconsin, I'd have to make my connection in Portland and, oh, okay. and that's all I knew. Everything <laughs> I knew of Portland was behind the window. And, uh, so I had no, I, I know that every time I see, and, um, I was a, when I was in college, I was, I was pretty big into running and, uh, and I just kind of just was always wait to kind of see, um, when I'm passing through Eugene, just cause I knew a uh, Prefontaine and looking like oh, yeah. looking at the stadium <laughs> and, and just kind of just, you know, I just always in awe and just kind of just, um, but yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that for you. Uh, Portland was just something on the way to Eugene. That's, that's good to take it, take us down a peg. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I guess I, I didn't know. I didn't know Portland as much. I didn't know it was a. Um, it was until later where uh, I realized, oh wow, Portland is a really cool spot too. <laughs> I no, I appreciate that. You know, sometimes we we get off on our like Portland love a little too much, and and here and uh, and so I appreciate mm -hmm. us kind of like 
Oh yeah, there's there's other places in the world. There's other places in the state even <laughs> that people that people like to go to. So you've been in um, Oregon since? Uh, did you say 2013, 2014? Uh, 2013. Okay, so you've been here roughly eight years and getting to know Oregon, correct? Exactly. I'm and so, what there. are other other than you said you were um you initially were running a lot? Are you still running now? A little bit. Um, okay. A couple years ago, I was really into the multi-sport scene and uh, duathlons and such. So run, bike, run. And But I feel um, uh, coming in uh, in this general, this part of the state, I just happen to be connected with folks who are big-time riders. And so I've just been uh, giving that a go- good go and um, just kind of just uh, – I feel with my circle – Folks have been, uh, I've been getting an invite to go on group or, you know, certain rides or just, I've been, I've, over the last couple of years, I've had, um, I've gone on various types of races, various distances and such. And uh, all of it's kind of due to the um, good old peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is somebody pressuring you or you're pressuring somebody else? Uh, I think it's uh, the, the, the folks are pressuring me just kind of, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, sometimes it's the other way around, but um Cause I, I feel like, um, especially lately, just doing a lot of off-road riding and, uh, you know, routes that are kind of taking me out to, um, various directions, uh, just kind of just off the main roads and such. It's been fun really being able to, uh, to check out new, new routes and really piece together routes that you are familiar with, with, with other routes that you're not. So I, I just, uh, that I've been pretty intrigued about that, those kinds of rides. So as you're getting to know Oregon. I'll ask you this, and this, of course, may change for you. As you've been getting to know Oregon, would you consider what would you prefer, mountains or coast? I yeah, because uh, <laughs> I, I love going to the coast every now and then too. And it's a we, I guess uh, um, for now, just getting more into the mountains and such. And but I um, one of the main reasons I love this specific part of the state is because we're in a very central location. We, we're not too far away from the Cascades. We're not too far away from the coast. We're not too far away from Portland, Eugene, and those kinds of general areas. Um, and then if I want to go further down south, uh, down Medford or even Ashland, it's, you know, three, four hours or four, three, four hours or so. And out there, and there's some good riding out there too, like, like Jacksonville and such. And, and up north, of course, is every time I go to Portland, I always kind of head west um, towards uh, North Plains and such, or um, east, as in a couple, three weeks ago, I ended up with a, uh, a adventure ride with, with a group and uh, out of Troutdale. So that was pretty fun to explore out there. And But uh, but m- most of my experience is down here. And very, I'm very familiar with the Mid Valley riding um, within like a – I say about a 200 mile radius. <laughs> oh, wow. What yeah. kind of resources are there in independence for cyclists? You got to give a big shout out to our, our bicycle shops in downtown Salem. They've been showing us a lot of love. Uh, really being able to um, uh, kind of, uh, you know, I feel that when with going, connecting the bike initiative, biking initiative, they were instantly on board, uh, like Bike Peddler, Scott's, Sandy M and really being able to those those serve as great resources oh even northwest hub too in, in salem uh, so with kirk and whatnot and i feel like anytime we've had folks who are interested in riding you know anything or if they need a you know any 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 tlc on their bikes or um or just if they want to get a new new bike or any 
bike accessory and such. Um, folks can, folks are not, yeah, they can head on over it's very like about a 15 minute drive uh, or they can bike it too if they want to have the, the wheels and such <laughs> at the time. And also some, some shops in, in, uh, in Corvallis have also been uh, starting to um, have, or just uh, pay attention to what we're trying to do with the whole bike indie initiative and the mid Valley um, bicycle club has been uh, really supporting our efforts and, uh, and a bunch of other groups in the area to have, uh, well, actually even further South, such as um, twilight operations down in Eugene and Springfield, they've been helping spread the word about what we're trying to do. And uh, then capital Valley here in Salem and, and then all, all the, of course, uh, sprocket and the pathless pedaled and um, uh, uh, Trevor Spangle with uh, Swift summit. He's been uh, showing support and I, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm there's a few others as well, but I, I know that um this whole this whole deal is um definitely a, has not been a one person show. You mentioned earlier, um, I wanted to come back to it. You mentioned mentioned earlier the drop the hammer weekends. Can you talk about those weekends and what they entail? Yes. Uh, so basically, drop the hammer weekends. Those are um we we have four. The idea is to have four um per year. So once every season, and this is our weekend, the special weekend that we got designated to for folks to try, uh, to try out the new routes for that given season. So um, uh, we give folks um the opportunity to um to start in, in the rides in downtown Salem and uh, Riverview Park. I'm sorry, downtown Independence in Ruby Park. And uh, and then folks venture out, they choose their routes and then they head out. We have about a, we give a nine hour, nine to 12 p.m. We have that window there for folks to start their ride. So it's not like a, a one, uh, one mass start or anything. Just kind of folks generally go when they're ready to go. And uh, they download the routes on with you know, ride with GPS. I'll get that out, um, shared out the, the week of. And um, so, I deal with drop the hammer specifically. This is kind of more of an optional thing, but every single route um, has, it crosses the same segment. Uh, so I'll pick a road segment and a gravel segment and uh, I'll go out the morning of, and I'll go and um, pick out a, uh, about a two to three mile stretch of a segment. And I'll actually mark it of where the segment starts and all the way. And, and I'll, uh, I'll have an ending point. And so folks can, uh, if they've choose, if they're up for it, um, they can give it their, give it their all. And, uh, so then I will be able to see at the end of the day, I'll be able to see, okay, who, who are the leaders for that day? And then I'll compare it with the leaders for the next day. And then we'll have a drop the hammer weekend on the ladies and gentlemen side. And so it's kind of a fun way to, uh, for folks to get let loose, but the whole, um, when folks go out rides and do our, our, our routes, it's, the whole thing is not a race. Um, it's kind of more um, just get out there and explore. And with the routes that we put out there too, we try to highlight um, local um, spots along the way people can stop at. And and then also kind of just encouraging folks to say, hey, you know, if you want to just pack a sandwich, you know, eat, eat at the half, you know, save it for the halfway spot. And uh, and then when folks come back, uh, we'll give out prizes. We'll, uh, you know, giving folks the, the, the lay of the land, where's, where's where, and, uh, really being able to, um, just kind of help, you know, just feel at home or just trying to give them a good independence welcome. And, uh, it's trying to make it fun and a positive experience for them. Say there's, say the ride is a 30 mile ride. This, I, mm -hmm. I choose to do a 30 mile ride, mm -hmm. but a portion of that ride, a segment, a port, just a portion of that is a, is a timed, timed in this drop the hammer portion. And yes. I want to try to do that part as fast as I can. Is that what it's like? Yes. Okay. Exactly. So, um, 
base uh, we've had three events so far and all um the the, the idea is I, it kind of takes some creativity with the um or sometimes it, it works out i'm waiting for that one route that that comes up and it has, it's going to be a really tricky one but so far i've or, or i guess the routes that we've pieced together all the routes have um they cross the exact same segment and uh so uh so they're kind of towards the first third of like you know, 30-ish percent in, uh, a quarter of the way into the ride. And uh, the idea is that all three different distances will cross that first segment. Um, and then, uh, so then, you know, then after you cross that segment, then it's just kind of just a matter of, hey, do you want to just loop it back? And, you, you you know, you know the light route wasn't good enough for you. Or if you want to just extend that route and go out there for a five, seven-hour route and uh, just kind of get out there and just enjoy the valley. So, yeah, it, but yeah, it, the, 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 with the segment, uh, each one is timed if you wish. And you just, uh, the, the one important piece there is that you just got to make sure you have a, uh, an active uh, Strava account. And uh, so then uh, when, when, at the end of, when I check at the end of the day, it, it's just be a matter of uh, uh, just me and seeing, okay, who crossed that segment and, uh, and whatnot. So that makes it, so it makes it fair. If so, if you said it's all within the first third of no matter what ride. Exactly. So it doesn't matter if I'm doing the, you know, 80 mile ride or the 40 yeah. mile ride or the 20 mile ride. Yeah. I'm, you, I'm, I'm fresh. I'm fresh. Yeah, exactly. Third, so. You all would have about <laughs> the same amount of distance to kind of shake up those legs or warm up those legs. And, uh, yeah. So, um, and then, yeah. So this depends on how, how, how long you want to extend that given ride. And then, um, and then afterwards, uh, so we have the writing for Saturday, give out prizes and such. And then we, we kind of have the same format for Sunday. But then Sunday, one of the main things that's different is that um, what we've been doing lately is going to the Independence Hotel, uh, and which is one of our newest hotels in in, uh, in Polk County, or it's actually the newest hotel in Polk County. And it's a super bike-friendly hotel. So folks, uh, Matt Smith, uh, Sam Diaz, and a lot of the manager folks, are this is the management team in general they're really really awesome and uh they have a really great setup for bikes and they even have bike repair room there every room has its own designated bike storage area we what we've been doing was we've been doing our awards and prizes at the roof of the independence hotel uh just just kind of just wrap wrap up the weekend and make it a um just kind of a, a fun way to just uh ref, you know celebrate those who just really dropped the hammer all the, uh, all the way just and just joining each other's company and uh so it's been pretty fun uh, uh just with this this first uh three events um so far that sounds great um when when was the first one when, the, when was the first event that you had yeah, that first one was around uh march Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was bringing, yeah. yeah. And and you've done two others since then. Exactly. And so when's the next one? Uh, the next one is going to be on October sixteenth uh, and seventeenth, okay. and so that's going to be uh, consider our fall version. So, but we actually did two different versions of, of the spring uh, because the first one was kind of like a all right test mic, just seeing how this goes, and the response <laughs> was so good that we just everything was just laid out so good, and just the weather was just so it was too perfect and we just had to do it again. And so there was two, two different versions there. And, uh, and then our summer edition was awesome. It just kind of keeps on picking up more and more. And, and then, and, uh, you know, I, I first, we have some, uh, we can kind of see where some folks register or coming in from. And it's so great to kind of see that circle expand more and more. So you're getting reach your, you're reaching folks, you know, even out towards like Vancouver, Washington, all the way down to like Medford. And uh, you're getting a lot of folks from the, um, 
from like the band and the, 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 also some writers out from the coast. A lot of, but the majority of the writers are coming in from uh, Corvallis and, um, and the Salem area. The routes that people can choose, is it all road or is it a combination of road off road? Yeah. So there, um, so the, so there's two different uh, tracks. Uh, the first uh, is this pure road. And uh, the second one is actually mixed terrain. Okay. So, um, so now uh, it's just, uh, so one of the, really awesome things with um with the with the ride with gps service is actually this this week um you can actually know what roads are uh, gravel and which roads are roads so that's pretty it's a pretty mind-blowing feature there yeah that's funny i and i just noticed that right when uh we did the cycle organ thing we did a cycle organ gravel yeah. ride and uh, i looked at the ride with gps on it right i'm like hey what what are these lines that's pretty cool that is showing yeah. the the off-road portions and i didn't know that it was brand new <laughs> right yeah and because one of the things that what one of the main reasons why it's putting together ride with gps ride with gps routes is so time consuming is because if i'm trying to put a together a mixed terrain route i mean i have to sometimes I have to kind of change the um the map and to make make sure it's satellite so i'm making sure that okay this is actually a gravel road uh -huh. um but the other piece too is this is actually kind of fun during the weekends um i actually purposefully um go out to roads i've never been to and say hey Hey, let's see if this will be a good uh, drop the hammer weekend route. And uh, so I kind of, you know, I, I'll see what I can put together on the, the computer, but the computer is on, on the website, but that website can only take you so far. So it's for me, it's kind of a fun, um, fun reason to get out and uh, explore a road that we're going to offer. And cause I basically don't feel right about putting out a, or inviting people to write this route or ride these routes. And I actually don't have an idea what that route is about. And so, um, also got to give credit to one of my buddies, uh, Lee Johnson. He's been, uh, he's has a really awesome reputation for putting together good routes. And, uh, so he's actually helped influence some of the routes that, um, I've been able to, um, kind of create and, um, it's, and also he's, he's invited me to some routes to kind of really kind of help expand my, uh, knowledge of, uh, of the, of the local roads. I was going to ask you if you were doing this all by yourself or if you're getting some kind of help. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's just, um, I guess when we initially, um, started the website, we put a lot of work into the website and, uh, I mentioned Sean Irvine at the beginning and he's been, uh, he's very well connected and he's uh, been able to get folks to look at our website and make sure that he's getting the right eyes on the site, making sure it's all crisp and good. And, um, and, and, uh, our, uh, we had a intern, uh, communications intern, uh, Kendra, she's, she was great about helping, uh, spread the word and she's, uh, did day of event and our downtime manager, Courtney Williams is also, um, helping spread the word. And, uh, so yeah, it's, uh, uh, we're, we're a small, we're a small municipality and it's, we don't have, uh, <laughs> A, a massive team dedicated for this. We're just kind of, um, we're all kind of just, you know, teaming up and making, uh, this, uh, this idea happen. And, uh, hopefully, you know, so far we've been getting a lot of, uh, positive feedback and, uh, we get a lot of folks, um, uh, I guess one indicator knowing that this is kind of going on the right track is the fact that we get, we're going to repeat, uh, folks who've been signing up for these events. And, um, and, and I also get, um, uh, oh, one important point I also want to make is that um, these routes are actually available to ride year round. So they're not just open for that one given weekend. Uh, so, uh, and then the same thing goes with our bike any passes, these discount passes is people can use um, these passes um, uh, 
uh, you know, all year round, or uh, as as long as the businesses are willing to entertain them, and we have a we have a a, a page um, dedicated just for the past, and so you can kind of know what are the the most recent um, or the current uh, specials. I'm looking right now at the website at some of the routes. Um, how far is Corvallis from Independence? Uh, approximately 26 miles. Okay. About, yeah, 24, 26. It depends if you know if you're going, to, if you're gonna go to the bikey like, way. The bikey way. The bikey way. <laughs> uh, well, I have a, I have a couple of morning. Uh, I have a couple of 50 mile loops that I'll take out to the McDonald's Forest. Um, I actually did a 75 miler yesterday to um, <laughs> to Fitting Green. So that was pretty um, pretty awesome. But it actually got extended a little bit because there was a route. Um, there was a road within the McDonald forest that was, um, it was closed off due to, con- due to construction, um, interestingly, but, um, so I kind of just was able to get away around. I knew a trail, uh, an alternative trail to get me out of that little situation. And eventually I was able to make it out to, um, to fitting green, which is technically in Philomath. Okay. But, but it was, or, or Philomath is how I say it. Philomath. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And I get I in trouble. Heard that, I've, I've heard that edition. I've heard that version. So my daughter was, uh, is, is in Corvallis. She went to Oregon State for her first year, last year. And uh, she got a job at the Safeway in Philomath. Um, oh, cool. she's, she's not there anymore, but she was working there. And that's when I first heard it said out loud. Oh, there you go. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had never heard it said out loud. And then my coworker actually lives in um, Corvallis. She moved down to Corvallis from Portland uh, during this past year. So I've been going to Corvallis more often than I've ever had. Oh, that's great. So that, that's why I asked about how far it was. Gotcha. So what are, what are some of your personal goals other than, uh, other than your work goals for, uh, for biking? Um, biking, I um, definitely am getting more, I, I guess I kind of have a more of a touring background when I got to, well, yeah, well, when I lived in Sacramento, I well, I should backtrack more. I, it was more community, just community based. I think that's the case for many many folks. Um, but then I slowly got into long distance, uh, just weekend trips, and then I've done um, uh, a couple longer uh, tours and such. But then now got to the point where um, I, I just got um, connected with those who are in the in, in the racing scene. So I've done a. I've, I've gone out, I got on, gone out of my comfort zone, and I've done uh, Obra races, and I've done uh, I've done a variety of types of racing, uh, whether it be hill time trials. I've done some uh, cyclocross. I've done uh, triathlons, or I guess uh, time trial based in general. Uh, but lately, um, the the I feel like as I'm getting more into cycling, I just really I'm kind of combining my 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 past of like really going kind of long, and uh, just but still racing. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, so like usually with, the, um, with, the gravel scene, I tend to go for the longer, longer option and just kind of, uh, uh, for me, that's kind of, um, I, I, I just really kind of gravitate towards that. And, but I've done, uh, you know, the, the, the shorter, more intense, uh, races out there. And, but I, I feel like, um, uh, just leaning more towards the longer, um, different events as I'm getting more, uh, aware about what's out there. So you, I think you mentioned a little bit, the, just a tiny bit about this earlier, um, about the seasons. Uh, so are you an all season rider? Do you ride outdoors all season or do you do both or do you train indoors during the rainy season? Um, I, uh, yeah, I, uh, before coming out to Oregon, uh, I had next to nothing in terms of waterproof gear. 
And, and then, but then as I started just wanting to get outside more, uh, you know, it's just a matter of me getting, um, uh, the proper equipment, proper clothing, and definitely have my collection of, uh, showers, pass gears. Um, and, uh, but then I also found out about, um, good old Zwift. So a little indoor, uh, indoor training, um, just kind of a fun way, an alternative way to really get some miles in and you can, uh, you can definitely, uh, make it hurt on, on, on that platform. So that's uh, yeah, a good training tool. I don't know. I don't know if I would ever do that. I mean, I, I have friends that do it and I don't know. I don't know. Indoors. I don't know. I don't, I want to get outdoors. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's really, um, it's really, uh, I mean, I think, yeah, naturally I'd like to go outdoors and such, but you know, what's cool. What's one of the great things about Zwift is that's actually one of the main reasons I really, really like Zwift is because it's a consistent workout. Um, you know, you're out there, you can put it in, uh, especially if you're on a structured, um, session that day. Um, whether if you might, if you might, if you might be following the plan, uh, it's really a great way to, um, just, uh, hit those numbers when you need to hit them. And also it's also gives you a, a nice, uh, those nice stresses where you actually need to take it easy just so that you can, you know, recover that given day and then come back full gas the following day or come back more fresh, um, legs. So you can get a, kind of pump out a more, uh, higher quality, uh, session. And, uh, yeah, right now I'm doing the Zwift Academy. So it's been pretty, uh, pretty interesting way to, you know, it's a two month program really being able to stay on point and, uh, just making sure that you're kind of building appropriately. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's really, um, been, uh, it's been, it's been a really interesting, uh, kind of, a uh, type of training because I, when I first got into biking, I didn't, I kind of thought, you know, I really didn't have any, uh, a really good approach to training like efficiently with biking. Um, but, um, but I do have, I have that experience with running when I, I, I actually ran in college and cross country and I got, you know, I know the whole, the build, you know, trust the process, that whole saying, and really kind of have, you know, those build, those, um, building up for your A races and whatnot. And I didn't really have that kind of mindset for the biking and, and it, up until recently. Yeah, that's inter interesting you say that. I um, Since I've been doing the uh, Swift Summit 100, uh, one of my goals in, my, in the back of my head is eventually, someday maybe I'll do the 200. There you go. But I think to do the 200, I, I would actually have to train. And that's something I don't really know about training. <laughs> <laughs> I know about riding my bike and I know about keep pedaling. Um, but to be able to ride 200 miles within a specific amount of time, definitely will take some training. Yeah. That's the Swift 200 is a beast. And <laughs> so yeah, you, you'd have to definitely go in there properly train or else it's going to be a, a very, very tough day. Or yeah. you, you have to kind of also um, let's even just be mindful of how quickly you're going through there. Cause you know, there's, it's an all day event and you gotta uh, you get through certain checkpoints and it's gotta, and then it's also not a, not a flat course either. So <laughs> being able to be aware of that, um, yeah, you know, just kind of factoring that in. I'm gonna get there though. That's my plan. I'm gonna get there. Nice. Maybe not next year. Maybe the year after. No, I think you got it next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Thanks, Ramon. Is there anything else you want to say about independence or bike indie before we leave? Uh, let's see here. Uh, no, just kind of just going back again to just. Uh, um, this whole idea that we live in a very beautiful state and, uh, with lots of great places to ride. Um, 
we've uh, been just kind of just encouraging folks who are listening to consider independence uh, uh, for the next uh, for the next rise. So just kind of hopefully um, maybe I'll see them out. Maybe I'll see you out there and uh, and then I'll I'll give you one of these cool snazzy stickers, biking uh, <laughs> stickers. And uh, but yeah, I want to just um, that is a good design, by the way. I oh, thank those. you. Yeah, very well done. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> can't see quite in the video here, but uh, it's been fun to just kind of, um, pick, um, you know, get, get into that, um, the designing piece out of it and just kind of making it so that, um, it's, it's fun little advertising and has our website and, uh, kind of the tagline here is, um, roads, gravel and small town goodness. Nice. Nice. Um, and then oh, I forgot to mention, uh, for, uh, I didn't even mention the website, but if you go to, uh, bike in You'll be able to find all the details there, um, all our routes and information on the pass, um, and really uh, being able to um, just check us out, check, check out our homepage. We got a lot of fun fun tidbits there. Fun, um, right it's a fun way I think we we can kind of showcase our community. Um, also, we're on the socials. We uh, we are we got an Instagram, we got Facebook, and we're also on Strava. So if you want to join us there, that'd be awesome. Um, and uh, kind of highlighting the, um, uh, the the dates again. So October sixteenth and seventeenth is going to be the next draw the hammer weekend, and uh, and also just as a bonus uh, for those who might be interested in uh, doing some more writing independence uh, event wise, uh, my friend uh, Trevor Spangle is going to be um, organizing the Hophead Hundred. So that's going to be oh, in yeah, October. yeah. You going to come out, Aaron? I don't know. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a deflated balloon there? My, my son and I will be there. We're gonna oh, ride. Cool. Oh, yeah, so that's awesome. that's it for it'll, our be his, it'll be his first long ride. So. Oh, nice. How yeah. old is your son? He's sixteen. Oh, cool, cool. Which which flavor are you going for? We're going to sixty, sixty mile. Nice, hundred k. There you go. Yeah, that's a good route. Oh, good. So yeah. there there is a detail on on the drop the hammer weekend that's coming up that I don't. I don't think you mentioned, but I find this very attractive out of any other like bike event I've ever seen. And that is start anytime between 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Yes. <laughs> so yes. You, you don't necessarily have to be an early riser to participate. Exactly. And we've had people coming out there. They're just waiting for that, you know, just right at the start, all the way to those who are just like casually waiting, coming at the end. And, you know, it's kind of a, so I kind of, I, um, the, the 9 to 12 p.m. has been a really good window to work with. And uh, so, yeah, so um, it kind of, yeah, we're especially with uh, in this, these COVID times that we're still in, um, really being able to kind of, you know, not, we're not really going for that whole mass start uh, oh, style. Right. And, yeah. Yeah, that's a good strategy. If I were doing it, I'd be rolling in 11.59, 59 seconds. <laughs> Aaron, it'd be so rad to have you out here. And as I, like I mentioned, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of, I got in the pleasure and the, the, the privilege to connect with Armando already, but uh, it'd be pretty rad uh, in, to have you come out here and on that given weekend. But if that weekend doesn't work out for you, we can um, connect offline and I can, uh, you know, help uh, kind of uh, introduce you or acquaint you with the roads out here. Uh. Uh, I want to come too. <laughs> yeah, well, for sure. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yes. One of these days. Yeah, one of these days. I'll, I'll get out there. It's not, you know, we're, we're only about like 50 minutes away from Portland, not too far away. Oh, that's not bad at all, actually. Yeah. It's pretty easy to drive. Yeah. And then, 
uh, but yeah, I just want to just also just say uh, thanks for the for the opportunity for uh, to share the um, what we're trying to do here in, uh, in a small town Independence USA, and we got uh, we got something. Uh, hopefully, when folks come out here, um, you know we can uh, they can be you know I I feel my my sense or my my um, very confident that folks are going to have a good time on on the on, on the bike and same time enjoy uh, their time after after riding. Right on. All right. Thanks, Ramon. Yeah. Thanks for Thanks again, guys. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. What can compare with the thrill of a brand new bike? I like my bike. It's fast. I like my bike. It's fast. I like my bike. It's fast. It circles around the city lights. Some social media news or, oh, social media contact. Let's call it that. Social sure. media contacts. Um, having to do with the, uh, the navigation episode, we have a comment from Maria bicycle kitty, um, who mentioned, um, she loves that show that we talked about that because when she's lost in the country on an overcast day, when you can't determine the South from a sun's position, keep in mind that satellite dishes in our region point South. Oh Just my gosh. This is mind blowing. <laughs> I honestly like I honestly did not know that and I was supposed to be when I got home I was supposed to look this up satellite so so moss on the north side of the trees and satellite dishes pointing south do we know why they do that I have a guess I imagine it has something to do with um, pointing towards the equator is that where the the satellites are in orbit over I don't know. I Satellites no orbit the equator. But I did know that they point south. Satellites <laughs> orbit our equator. So up here in the north hem- northern hemisphere, they would point south. I'll be darned. Right. So you learn something new. Huh. Thank you, Maria Sure. <laughs> now I know where satellites orbit. Well, then we had uh, uh, Caroline Burroughs um, also commented, um, verse cycle, um, that she sometimes looks at churches to try to figure out which way is east, the direction the seats face inside. So usually where the big stained glass window is. So the big stained glass windows of churches face east, I believe. Oh my gosh. And now I'm learning about why churches orient east. I know. I'm trying to think of that right now. The last church I was in. Last church yeah, I was in caught totally- fire. I'm just, oh, I'm just joking. <laughs> a little bit. I'm getting a yeah, I don't getting know. a shameful shake of the head from Anna over the <laughs> for saying that. <laughs> I send my housemate to his room when I record. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> Your housemate, your your kid, you mean? <laughs> yeah, my son. That's correct. Uh, man, so how about those days, huh? They're getting shorter. <laughs> I know. The I sun has to, already uh, set, and it's I, you know I I've got my um, laptop facing the my picture window so I can look outside while we record. Oh yeah. And I actually had to turn the light on because the daylight disappeared and I couldn't see myself on the uh, on the recording. Yeah. You getting ready for the fall? Get your no. ra- getting your rain gear ready? No. No. 
No, because now we had that big rain this weekend, and now it's over, and now we're back to sunny again. For a little while. Well, I, I, as long as I can see in the forecast. I give it, <laughs> I give it second week in October. As long as it's the fourth and not the third. Why is that? Because that's when our ride is. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> this Sprocket podcast is produced in Portland, Oregon. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review and tell your friends about us. Our website is thesprocketpodcast.com. Email to thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com. Call or text to 503-847-9774. Twitter and Instagram at Sprocket Podcast. Thanks to Ryan J. Lane for our theme music. Hurtbird for our headline sounder. Marcus Norman for graphic design. And thanks to the generous support of our Patreon supporters and listeners. Shadowfoot, Wayne Norman, Cameron Lean. Richard Wazinski, Tim Mooney, Glenn Kubish. Eric Wise, Doug Cohen-Miller, Chris Smith. Caleb Jenkinson, J.P. Cooley, Peter Butterchar, Matt. Marco Logue, Rich Otterstrom, Drew the Welder. Anna, Andre Johnson, Richard G. Guthrie Straw, Aaron Green, author of We Were Like Sons and founder of the Regranary. Campsite. Mac Nurse David, Jeremy Kitchen, David Belay, Tim Coleman, Harry Hugel, E.J. Finnerman, Brad Hipwell, Thomas Skato, Keith Hutchinson, Ranger Tom, Joyce Wilson, Ryan Tan, Jason Optenberg, David Moore, Todd, Todd Grossbeck, Oops. Chris Barron, Chris Barron, Chris Barron, Barron. Sean Baird, Simon Pace, Gregory Braithwaite, do Luna, hey, that's you. Hey, it's me. Emma Rooks. Philip M. Spartandale, Mr. T, who never really left. By condition of Keweenaw. And Sarah G. Adam D. Go dig a hole. Beth Hammond. Greg Murphy. Myra Martinez. Also. Isaac M. Byron Patterson. Kirsten Graham. Aaron G. Rachel Moline. Jimmy Diesel. Christopher Barnett. And our newest sponsor, Jonathan Lee. And thanks to all of our former supporters who helped us along the way. Now, brush your teeth. And go to bed. And wear your damn mask.